Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Bird Brains, along with my longtime partner, the former Eagles beat writer for the Trenton Times and NJ.com. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars tight end, Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, you and I are going to talk a little bit about the Carson Wentz trade yesterday. Before I do it, let me mention that this podcast is sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Our April issue will include features on ESPN Sunday night baseball play-by-play guy John Shiambi, who happens to be a Philly guy. Doc Rivers, written by D. Lineham, and of course our own Mark Echo will tell us a little bit about the NFL draft. And we're going to talk a little bit about the draft today and how this Wentz trade may affect them. So, Mark, the, the Wentz deal is this. The Eagles get a third rounder this year. They get a second rounder or a first rounder next year, and that is if Carson Wentz plays 75% of the plays or he plays 70% of the plays in Indianapolis makes the playoffs. I know you have some pretty strong opinions on Carson Wentz in this trade, but why don't you tell people your thoughts? Well, first of all, I, I mean, we all saw it coming because it's been rumored for forever, but I've been, I left Philadelphia area almost four, four years ago. If you would have told me that in those four years that I was going to get married that the Eagles were going to trade Carson Wentz. I don't know which one of us was. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Right? One, one's more of a long shot than the other. Right? Exactly. I'm not sure which is more unbelievable. And I'm saying, so. just, I, but again, I mean, look, and, and I, I thought about this, you know, last night. I, you know, like I said, we all knew it was going to happen because we knew it was going to happen. It had to happen. But when you think back, like, and I know every, you know, every writer has written where did it go wrong and all this kind of stuff, but it, I'm still kind of, taken aback by the fact that I mean he, this was their guy you, you know they 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 moved up to get him and they gave up so much to get him Mark, they loved them five, they loved them five picks they gave up five picks and they and gave up 28 million dollars 20 yeah. months ago and to give up on the guy I mean we're and firing yeah. Doug Peterson we're firing Carson Wentz right. but Howie Roseman keeps that, the job well, that's the key that's tell the me thing. about it that's the thing how does how does the guy that 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 engineered out all this and gave him the money, you know, how does he stay employed and you're getting rid of And I don't, I listen, Wentz was bad last year. He was bad. Um, but uh, we'll see how it all plays let, out. Let, I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why I thought Wentz was bad. And as I went through the statistic for Wentz, you know, in 2016, he had a completion rate of 62.4, averaged 236 yards a game. In 17, 60.2, 253. Uh, in 18, 69.6, his best year by far. In 19, 63.9, This year, it was 57.4 and 218. Now, why is that? Well, in my opinion, the offensive line was decimated. When you lose Dillard, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, I know you're not a big Jason Peters fan, but he did <laughs> fill the spot there. You know, that's a reason. I thought Doug Peterson's play calling didn't do Wentz any favors, you know, no quick drops, no rollouts, uh, some way to mitigate the offensive line play. Doug just didn't adjust to that. And that's something I I really couldn't understand. And now keep in mind, the Eagles, because of this trade are going to endure the largest dead cap hit in NFL history at 33.8 million. The entire cap's only 180 million. So we're spending $33.8 million on a player that's not going to be here. That's playing for the Colts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a and mess. That, 
And now what, what do you say about an organization that, you know, the management, the personnel people led by Howie, he's the guy, they make that kind of commitment to a player. And then a year and a half later, they say, well, that's all done. And by the way, when did it become, when did an unhappy player get to dictate to a franchise what they do? In my opinion, there's 109 more re- a million reasons why Wentz right. should want to be an Eagle. And, you know, just because he's unhappy, we have to get rid of him. And, and what I consider is not a great deal. I mean, explain it to me because I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, no, it, that's that's. I'm glad you brought that up because what? Yeah, well, when did this start to happen? Where a player says, "I don't want to be here," and then the team accommodates him. I mean, that's what fairness is about. If Wentz become Wentz didn't have to sign. If Wentz was that unhappy, don't sign the new deal and become exactly. a free agent, and then go wherever you want. And that's what. That's why the players had a strike in what year was it, 87, and, you know, we're granted free agency for issues like that. If you don't like where you are, you have the right to move after four years, you know. Um, and then and here's, a, here's the other part. So unless we were all wrong, Wentz didn't like Doug Peterson. Okay, that happens. Coaches and players, I'm sure when, when you played, there were guys that didn't like Dick Vermeil or guys that didn't like Jim, Jim Marsh. It, it happens. I mean, yeah, coaches we didn't, we didn't dare say it. <laughs> But there were guys that did right. And and to to Carson's credit, he has never said a word, good or bad. He hasn't said anything. It's been it's been leaks. It's been reports. It's been people close to Carson say. Yeah. Carson hasn't said a word. Don't you think that's part of the problem though? Shouldn't he be addressed the the media? That's why I said good or bad at this point and squashed all this. Right. He could have easily not even had a just issued a statement. You know, hey, listen, I have. I I have no problem. You know, there's rumors out there. They're not whatever. He could have said anything, but he didn't say anything. So that made it that made it believable. Hey, um, say what you say what you want. This organization has been pretty good to Carson Wentz. They uh, dumped Nick Foles for him. They gave him a 128 million dollar contract. And I think the the people earlier than they had. The city uh, is is deserving of some sort of closure here with a statement by Carson Wentz explaining, you know, what happened or what, what went wrong or you know, give us something. I mean, this this silence I think is uh, is really da- is damning yeah. to Wentz in my. And opinion. I guess I guess they'll talk. I'm sure the Colts will have a press conference for him, and that's when you're going to. I mean, and I would assume the Indianapolis writers will ask him what what happened mm-hmm. in Philly, and we'll see what he says. Um, I mean, the only they know, and I don't, I don't buy this. You know, people say, "Oh, well, they they drafted Hurts, and that's what really messed them up." Oh, well, give me a break. break! I mean, listen, break. you got it. So, did it mess up the wide receivers when they drafted a wide receiver? Does it mess up a guard when you draft? This is the NFL. You people get drafted, and you guess what? You need more than one. Hey, listen, no. the Green Bay Packers took a quarterback in the first round, not the second, the first. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers went out and won the MVP. Listen. That's how he responded. He's drafting a quarterback. I'll show you a quarterback. And he won the MVP. Competition makes you better. And uh, I mean, when they draft a quarterback and this guy falls apart, well, that tells that. Yeah. If that's the case, if I don't, if I don't think it is. I, I blame I it on the offensive line being decimated. Well, I, I don't. Do he didn't? The line wasn't good. But he held well, the ball. He, no, too no, no. Long. He, hey, listen. He had a bad year. I'm not saying that he didn't. He made some poor throws. He held the ball turnovers. Too long. He was too many careless turnovers. with the ball. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But to me, there's got to be a reason why a top-level quarterback shows the numbers he does in the first four seasons, and then they totally drop off the table. To me, there's an underlying reason there. And, you know, maybe he'll explain what his thoughts on it at the, uh, at the press conference. And I wanted to ask you, do you think uh, 
the Bears deal was a smokescreen just to yeah, enhance uh, his value. Yeah, the Bears never made an offer. Yeah. The Bears well, never made an offer. So that was so how that, we, that's how he's leaking to the leaking to his little lap dogs that just to try to get the Colts a little scared. Yeah. That's exactly what that was. Um, um, and that's and see, here's the thing too. A lot of teams need need quarterbacks in this league. There's at least anywhere depending on your thoughts, 10, 12 teams that could use a quarterback. Yeah. And only one won it wins. Yeah. That's a little that's Matt Stafford was available, five, six teams called the Lions. Right. And made all and made legitimate good offers and then you know, the Lions took the one that they felt was best. They got golf back from the Rams, but Carolina was willing to give up the eighth pick in the draft for, for Matt Stafford. Um, all right, so so let's talk a little bit about the Eagles' future. Now, uh, we're, we'll talk a little bit about the draft right now. And to me, here are my prime options. Now, keep in mind before I say this, that there is a plethora of veteran free agent quarterbacks that if the Eagles wanted to go in that direction, they can bring somebody like a Jacoby Brissett or Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tyrod Taylor or maybe even a Cam Newton to fill the void if we don't draft a quarterback. My personal opinion is with the sixth pick, the Eagles need a lot of talent. They don't necessarily want to pay a player in that sixth spot to eat up more cap space. I think you try to trade down to get more players. I wouldn't mind that. Not now too far down because you don't want to. No, no, but I mean, you, you, don't want you, to you get an extra down. end of the first rounder or early second, second round second. or just yeah. something like that. Right now, there, there's talk yesterday. Domowich was writing in the Inquirer about uh, drafting a tight end at number six. Now, right. as as fond as I am of tight ends. <laughs> okay, you don't draft Kyle Pitts at number six. You've got Goddard. You've got Richard Rodgers, who I thought played pretty well as, as a backup a tight end last year. They're going to get rid guy. of Ertz. Uh, you know, again, eight yeah, point two million. Goddard's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, they're I, they're trying to save the, the cap uh, on on Ertz, and that's another black guy for the organization. Hey, listen, Zach Ertz played with a lacerated kidney. Yeah. In the playoffs last year, he's the epitome of everything you want in, a, in the community. His wife is a superstar, and the Eagles just kind of wash their hands and say, "Okay, Zach, you know, see you later. No explanation, no nothing. Just, you know, move along." And to me, that's disappointing. No, and it, a lot of things they do are disappointing. And here, you, you mentioned a lot of names who they could bring in a backup quarterback, but backup quarterbacks get paid these days, and they have no money. They're, they got to cut guys because they're carrying a thirty-three million dollar hit for a guy that isn't yeah. on the team. It doesn't give them a lot of wiggle room. They have well, to cut three or four, five, six guys just to get even. It can, it can be done, though. I mean, the Patriots yeah. got Cam Newton for a million or two million last year. You know, there there are ways that. Well, wait, don't they have? Free. Don't they have the unstoppable Nate Sudfeld? Yeah, where's Nate Sudfeld? Where's all he's the unsta- I, I was told he's unstoppable. Is that what got Doug fired, putting Nate Sudfeld in for the last couple no, of followed orders. In the, yeah. He followed orders there. That wasn't his decision. That was Howie and Jeffrey. So, so you and I are, are in agreement that the Eagles should trade down. Now, if they don't trade down from that pick, who do you like them taking in that spot? What I position? I, I, well, you got to tell me who the first five go are. But I don't I, – Kyle Pitts, I know you say he's a tight end, but I talked to a scout a long time um, the guy I trust and very good who told me he's the best tight end he's ever in the scouted. last 20 in the last in 20, 20 years. years. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. See, I see now I, that didn't include you cause you were more than 20. Well, years, I played so. four. I played 40 years ago. So obviously right, yeah, that's why yeah, I, I brought it, your name. Exactly. Up and he said, no, no, exactly. he's not for me. So, okay. And, and he, said, I put him second. He, he, he said, said who? Second. I <laughs> so well, here, 
Here's the draft board, according to CBS. Trevor Lawrence, number one. Panay Sewell, the Oregon tackle, number two. I don't now, think he's as good as everybody else does. But well, I, I don't particularly either, but uh, they have Jamar Chase of LSU, the wide yeah. receiver at number he's three. Um, here's an interesting thing. What if Zach Wilson is available from BYU, oh, the quarterback? Oh, yeah, but him I might take. But I don't think he'll be there at six. I can't imagine he's there at six. I, I mean, I think the Jets take him at two, to be honest with you. They've got Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. Of course, the Eagles don't value linebackers. That's not an option. This this ranking has Justin Fields of Ohio State, the the quarterback there at number six. Do you do you take Justin Fields? I don't. I I don't. I mean, I got to give Jalen Hurts. I don't want two kid quarterbacks, right? I I mean, unless you don't think Hurts is the guy. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what they think about Hurts. I'm not. I, I, I listen. The Eagles aren't doing anything this year, no matter who they draft or who they sign or what they do. Exactly. So give it to, let Hurts play Hurts this year. Give him draft him somebody like Jamar Case or Kyle Pitts or Devontae at um, Mike Smith. Um, give him a, a good weapon or give him a big. If you like Sewell or you like the kid to tackle, give him help. Give him a year. You're like I said. I don't care who quarterbacks Eagles this year. They're not going to make. They're not a good team. So, but let Hurts play. Judge him off the 2021 season. If he's, if he's good, okay, then now, now you've got your quarterback, and you, next year you build some more. If he's not any good, well, then you're going to have a real high pick again next year. Then you get your, then take your quarterback. But I would, what, do you, what do you do if Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith is available at six? You still want to trade Waddell. down here? I don't want Waddle. CBS has him rated four slots ahead of Devontae Smith. Well, they're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> which is interesting. Then they've got the big tackle, Slater from Northwestern. I like a lot him. of people like him better than Sewell, actually. I do, yeah, I do, um, too. And the Eagles are going to need offensive line help. I mean, well, that's you know what else too? was proven next year, last year. They could trade down to like 9, 10, and still get maybe get the best defensive player in the draft. Love because it. all those, I think early, the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, and the, and the two linemen might be the first whatever many picks. You're going to have your pick of anybody yeah. you want on defense at nine or ten, maybe. The Eagles need bodies. They need yeah. competent players. They need good players. I really, I really do think that if they can move out of that six pick and get an extra pick or two at the end of the first round or at the beginning of the second round, uh, I, I do think that's the way to go. Well, Mark, Mark the time always goes quickly. Well, I do, won't... do you trust the guy making the pick? I do not. I do not. I've, I've always said that, and uh, I might not get invited to the next Eagle alumni. <laughs> I'm on record as saying that. But, Mark, you and I will jump in from time to time. I certainly will do something on the upcoming NFL draft in April. For Ken Dunnick and Mark Eckel, thanks for joining us for the Bird Bains, everybody. We will see you next time. Take care.